The Amazing Beauty of Creation is brought to you by CompuKids. CompuKids is an online technology academy for kids. CompuKids offers courses like game development, coding, app development, graphic design, and animation, all especially designed for kids. The CompuKids courses are all available as downloadable multimedia ebooks. CompuKids will help you to prepare your child for the fourth industrial revolution by providing them with valuable technology skills. Support the show by visiting www.compukids.me. That's .me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to this new episode of The Amazing Beauty of Creation. I'm Bilal Katrada. And I'm Talha Katrada. And today we're going to be talking about a whale that's not actually a whale. We're going to be talking about some of the most intelligent creatures in the ocean. It's called a killer whale, but Talha will clarify and tell us why that this name is actually incorrect. It should actually be called whale killer because it's not a whale at all. Tala, tell us, why why is this killer whale a wrong name? What is this creature actually? Okay, so killer whales are actually a species of dolphin. Uh, they're actually the largest species of dolphin. The name uh, killer whale is kind of deceptive and it has its origins uh, back in the old days when sailors uh, used to witness killer whales killing and attacking whales. So they used to refer to them as whale killers. And then as time went on, those words got switched around and it became killer whale. Somewhat like in the old days, butterflies were actually called flutterbys because they literally flutter by. And then somewhere along the way, the language was changed and it became butterfly. Because if you think about it, butter and fly just doesn't make sense. It's neither a butter and it's neither a fly, but it does flutter by. So perhaps that's what happened uh, in the case of uh, killer whales. Actually, never knew that. So that that's something new I learned today. Well, you learn something new every day. That's what ABC is all about. Okay, but, uh, so killer whales nowadays they more accurately uh, they have a, another name that they are commonly uh, known as, and that is orca, which a lot of people prefer because, uh, firstly, killer whales are not actually whales, and the killer part of their name kind of attaches a bad stigma to them. But as you start learning more about these creatures, you'll find that there's a lot more to them than just uh, a set of teeth. Uh, for uh, for example, where killer whales or orcas are extremely intelligent creatures. As you mentioned, they are one of the most intelligent creatures uh, in the ocean and potentially some of the most intelligent creatures on Earth apart from humans. Okay. So Tell us about it. Give us some examples. So one of the examples is that killer whales are one of the few creatures that learn how to learn from each other and learn how to imitate each other or learn behaviors from one another. So, for example, there, there was this incident that happened at, a, uh, at an amusement park in Canada where they used to keep uh, captive killer whales. And one of the whales that was kept there uh, discovered that he could regurgitate fish that he had eaten and that will attract birds to the surface of the water and then he'd attack and eat those birds. So this, no one thought him this behavior. He kind of just figured it out for himself. And after a while, the four other whales that were kept uh, in that same enclosure started copying him. So they picked up this behavior from him and then they started all doing the same thing. Wait, wait, let me get this clear. So these 
whales were actually doing the reverse of fishing. Right? Just as we'd use bait, we'd use bait, we'd throw the bait in the water and wait to hook a fish. The killer whale was actually using the fish that it regurgitated to catch birds. Wow, that's very, very interesting. So it, it, it figured out a basic, uh, well, a very intelligent form of hunting. It figured out how to use bait uh, to attract creatures and then eat those creatures that it attracts as food. That's amazing. That is so amazing. I mean, this whale was probably bored of its seafood diet and wanted some po- poultry in its diet, so it started catching. How did, it, how did it even come up with this idea? And this behavior is not seen in the animal kingdom because if you think about it, the whale already ate the food, so that's already energy that it has, but it's risking losing that energy or, for, or something that else. for something else. This is amazing. So. This is amazing. But still, my question, how does a creature actually figure that out on its own? It takes a, an enormous amount of intelligence and creativity to come up with a solution like that. And also there's the aspect of being patient because you, you're hiding underneath the water and you sit there and you wait and wait and wait. We don't normally associate patience with animals, but here this killer whale, orca, was, is actually being patient. It's patiently waiting for birds to come. Amazing. Another interesting story that, that I, I rather enjoyed when I first heard it was of this killer whale that got stranded uh, close to the shore at low tide. So as the tide receded, this whale got stuck on this underwater dune and it couldn't swim out to sea to join the rest of its family. So this group of people that were around, uh, they, they had a boat, so they boated over to it, and they jumped out, and then they started trying to dig out this orca. So at first, the orca was a bit startled and a bit scared, but after a while, it figured out that the people were trying to help it. And what it did was, when the people went onto one side of the orca to start digging it out, the orca leaned over onto the other side, making it easier for the people to dig out the sand from underneath it. Super convenient. How awesome is that? So the creature actually not just figured out what the, the humans were doing, but actually helped them to help it. You see, this kind of intelligence is uncanny. I mean, we don't, we don't normally see this kind of intelligence in the animal kingdom, and we don't normally think of animals as being intelligent enough to do things like this. Amazing. And there's all sorts of similar stories like that where killer whales sort of seek out people. Not for, for predatory reasons, but it's sort of like, like they recognize another creature of intelligence because they always seem to come, people, uh, come near people and you know, just observe them. And it's, it's, when you read up about them and you hear all of these accounts that people uh, post on the internet, and it, it really makes you wonder about these creatures. So they kind of, uh, they recognize us as also intelligent uh, uh, creatures. Ah, that's interesting. Now, apart from, from the intelligence or something that's due to the intelligence is, is their playfulness. See, because when you have such a high level of intelligence, you need to be entertained at some point. So killer whales, they, they do this with themselves frequently in the wild. But the thing is, sometimes they even learn from people how to entertain themselves. So there was a story a while back uh, in Antarctica. So this group of scientists went there to study orcas, and one of the scientists uh, saw this killer whale splashing about close to the, the edge of the water, or the edge of the iceberg that they were on. So he made a snowball, and he threw it at the whale. And it, it hit the whale and bounced off into the water. After that, the whale disappeared. 
and a few minutes later it came back with its own ball of ice roughly about the size of a volleyball, a volleyball. and it started batting it around in the water for a couple of minutes until it got bored and then it left the ball and swam away so maybe that's why killer whales actually hang around humans because they get ideas of things to do and fun to to be had so i mean this this killer whale basically learned to play with with snowball exactly amazing and who knows maybe he teaches that behavior to some of the other killer whales and now you got a whole population of killer whales who know how to play with snowballs not unlikely and then they could have a little fixture of their own a uh, little uh, tournament or whatever amazing it's so amazing i'd love to see these creatures in the wild now tell us uh being a whale obviously it's quite big right is it anything compared to the blue whale or is closer to a dolphin well not exactly it's <coughs> it's kind of in between the two it's not as big as some of your your other whales and although it's a dolphin it is the biggest dolphin species so it it kind of resembles a whale in most senses killer whales can reach lengths of 9 meters long now that's the length of roughly a uh, two family cars parked bumper to bumper and an adult killer whale uh, can weigh over 7 tons now that's heavier than an adult elephant uh, and killer whales obviously being a predator they need teeth to match their their size uh some big killer whale, teeth really big teeth some killer whales uh, teeth can measure up to 10 cm long how big is that comparing you know comparing to to a normal uh, person's finger you're looking at maybe the tip of the of the longest finger to the bottom of the palm that's huge there's some scary teeth right there now killer whales are apex predators ah with Now, teeth like that obviously so uh, apex predator basically means that they have no uh, predators in the wild they sit right at the top of the food chain and sometimes killer whales are referred to as wolves of the sea because they always hunt in, in packs just like wolves just like wolves they right. they very seldom you'll find a killer whale living uh, or even hunting on its own interesting and this is probably one of the reasons that they've achieved that that apex predator uh rank because maybe there's some sharks like the, a, a big great white shark that could potentially attack uh, a young killer whale but the thing is that they're always in packs so if you want to take out one killer whale you're going to have to take out the whole pod because the rest of them they're not going to just stand by and and watch okay so uh killer whales huge massive teeth what do they eat do they eat humans fortunately not uh, humans don't make up a part of their diet um they eat anything else they'll find in the ocean though so from fish to seals to dolphins to whales even uh, killer whales have uh, as the name suggests whale killer they have been known to attack and kill whales particularly young or injured ones okay However, not all killer whales will eat everything. Depending on where they live, their diet will vary. So, for example, you get some species of killer whales that don't move around a lot. They stay in that same general position for the whole lives. Those killer whales primarily feed on fish. And they'll even swim peacefully next to like seals and dolphins. But on the other hand you get some killer whales that travel around the world's ocean and they feed primarily on those marine mammals like dolphins and and and, uh, and seals. 
So although the, the resident killer whales that stay in the same spot, they're swimming peacefully along those creatures, but in other places, killer whales uh, populations there actually prey on those animals. I see. And tell me, do, do, what's the tactic that whales use to, to hunt? Do they have any special tactics that they use? I mean, I'm thinking about it like this, right? These are such intelligent creatures that can, they can hunt, they can, you know, lure animals with, with bait, playing volleyball with a, with a piece of ice. Perhaps maybe they got some really complex uh, hunting tactics. They do, and again, it varies depending on, on where they live. So, for example, the species that hunt fish, now they won't hunt an individual fish unless it's a very big fish, but most of the time you find shoals of, of, of fish that are swimming around. So these killer whales, they'll use a t- uh, this tactic where they'll go beneath the shoal of fish, or firstly they'll try to force that shoal to the surface, and then they go beneath it and blow rings of bubbles around those fish. So that kind of confuses and, and, and startles the fish. They huddle up into an even smaller ball. And then from there, each member of the pod will have a chance to dive through that ball and grab a mouthful of fish. Mm-hmm. So similar to dolphins. I've heard of dolphins actually it's a similar, fishing in that sim- way. similar tactic to what dolphins use. And the thing about killer whales is that they'll <coughs> make sure everyone in the pod gets their share of food. Okay, speaking of uh, uh, killer whale pods, you mentioned earlier on that they are very social creatures. Tell me something about the, the social structure. What, what, what sort of, do they live in families, uh, packs? How do, uh, so they live in, in families and they live in these very complex social structures that are only seen in creatures of high intelligence, like, for example, humans, for example, uh, primates like chimpanzees and gorillas, and to some extent, elephants. So uh, so that's another testament to their intelligence. So their struct- social structures are comparable to that of, of primates, which are known to be some of the most intelligent creatures on Earth, apart from humans. Okay. Now, uh, killer whales live in families called pods. Now, a pod can range from maybe as low as three to as many as 30 members. Although sometimes a few pods can can uh, combine for a short while and form groups of killer whales up to a hundred or over a hundred uh, individuals. Oh wow! Okay. But generally, in those close families, uh, they stay together for life, and at the head of that pod will be the eldest female. So, uh, in, in killer whales uh, society, in their st- social structures, the head of the pack is. The female. So it's a matriarchal society. And Fantastic. And all the other members in the pod will be her children and the descendants of her daughters. Her children, her direct children and her daughter's children. What happens to her son's children? Do they go off and set, uh, set up their own pods? The, the son's children will stay with the female of the, of the female ah, that he mated with. Okay, okay. They'll so stay with their mums. They'll stay okay, with their mums. Interesting. And apart from apart from maybe going off to play or going off to hunt for a little while, killer whales never ever separate from their pods or permanently separate from their pods. They live in very, very close societies and some killer whales or a lot of killer whales will live their entire lives next to their mothers, which is something rare in the animal kingdom. But they, they stick together for life. Okay, and then uh, how does how does succession work? If the mother is getting old or she dies, what happens next? 
but the next oldest female will take a place. I see, mm. I see. Interesting. So here you've got these remarkably intelligent creatures. I mean, I've seen pictures and footage of killer whales. They, they are these, these huge dolphin-looking black and white creatures, right? And when we look at them, we think, well, just another big fish or another big dolphin. But I didn't realize that they were so intelligent, that they have families and they have bonds between each other. I'm sure there's, there's mother-child bonds. There's, uh, there's, are they, 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 it's like you said, they look after each other. If somebody tries to attack one killer whale, then it, um, the others will, will respond. This is such intelligent behavior. But what's really got me uh, you know, truly amazed is the fact that they learn to do things that they've never learned, that they never knew before. We generally associate animals with instinct, right? And the thing is that mothers uh, teach their children how to hunt. So even even the, that, that basic instinct that a lot of creatures come, uh, you know, a lot of creatures are born and as they grow up, they figure out how to hunt. Killer whales, because their prey items vary so greatly, Mothers have to teach their children how to hunt th- their specific food items. So okay, one, a, a bit of a brutal way is when they hunt a seal, the mother won't kill it. She'll instead bring it back to her young and let them practice on it. And another really interesting uh, tactic that they use for hunting is where they, 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 primary, they uh, temporarily beach themselves. So beaching is very dangerous for a whale. It basically means when they get caught on land. Now, most whales will die if that happens, but killer whales deliberately do that to grab seals that are resting close to, to the, the oceans. I see, uh, I see. The so the poor chaps are lounging lazily on the beach and along comes this killer whale, slides out of the water and grabs a seal. I've actually seen footage of that. Yeah, and it's, it's actually very, very uh, a rare occurrence. There's only these small groups of killer whales that live in these specific areas that have figured out how to do that. Killer whales in the rest of the world, this, is, this behavior is unheard of to them. Oh, wow, okay. And, and again, it's, it's, it's not an instinctive act because a whale will never uh, deliberately beach itself because it'll die. And it, even killer whales, as they do it, although they, they've somewhat mastered it, there's still a great risk if they mistime it uh, or misjudge their power that they, they, up, they apply to jump onto the surf, they could get stuck and die. So they figured this out, and it's actually passed on generation to generation. Mothers, killer whales, have been seen teaching their young how to do this. Oh, wow. That's so, so interesting. So some of the ways is, again, they'll grab a seal from the, from the shoreline, drag it back into the water, and let the, the, the babies practice. And another way is that the mothers actually push their babies onto the shore and let them wiggle back in, let them figure out how to wiggle back in. And the mother will obviously be there next to the baby in case it gets stuck or can't do it, but it will try to get it to figure out how to slide back in the water. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. And so they figured it out. Some, some whale up so many generations ago figured out how to do this and then just started teaching her children and her children started teaching their children. Amazing. That is truly amazing. You know, by looking at these creatures and how they behave and the intelligence that they have, you know, one can't help but just marvel at the creator and how amazing and great he is to create such amazing, beautiful creatures and to give them such uh, intelligence. 
I will never look at whales or killer whales the, the same again. I guess that's why we're doing this. The amazing beauty of creation is to understand that there's such amazing beauty in everything that, that, that the Creator has created. Unfortunately, we're out of time today. I'd love to carry on talking about uh, killer whales, but I hope that our listeners learned as much and enjoyed this uh, episode as much as we did. I'm Bilal Katrada. And I'm Talha Katrada. And this is The Amazing Beauty of Creation. <laughs>